Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Live from Worldwide Technology Raceways Media Center, smack dab in the middle of this big old fat track. You got Kenny and Crash, Stat Man, and Richard C. Suave. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight. In fact, I think I just saw Ryan Priest just continue to flip down the 75 or 50, whatever the hell that freeway is outside of the track. This is incredible. Ryan Priest uh, and his accident in Daytona. Uh, still a lot of folks talking about it. Also, we got ourselves a busher, a three-time busher winner in NASCAR. That was amazing. Uh, so proud to get fifth third bank into victory lane here in Daytona. Uh, knew we were coming here with fast RFK Ford Mustangs and um, got there at the end and, and showed it when it counted. And um, I don't know, that, that's as much Brad's win as, as ours right there. That was the right help, uh, aggressive. Sticking with us too, uh, all the way to the line. I was waiting for him to do something there coming to the finish. I, I figured we'd be side by side, but Looked like it stalled out a little behind there. Uh, so uh, just so thankful to uh, to Brad for all those pushes there at the right time. And found each other a little bit here and there through the race. Kind of lost each other and, uh, and got back going when it counted. Crasher and I were hanging out at Worldwide Technology Raceway during the race. Didn't, didn't have a chance to see much of it live. Saw some of it live. Statman, I'm not sure about you, but with the highlights that I saw, it, it looked like it was pretty dangerous throughout that race. Again, with the intention, from what we understand from NASCAR, is to not to have that pack racing, the pack after pack, just a big-ass pack. But we saw what happened with that a couple of times with Ty Gibbs uh, there up front, taking out a number of the drivers. And then, of course, what happened with Ryan Priest? Uh, how do we put the lid on this freaking thing? Stat man, crash, suave, or, or do we? do do Again, do we just sit around and, and watch this happen? It's just it, – uh, it feels like we're getting too close to the razor's edge here for me. I, it is, and it's only because of the expertise of the drivers who participate in stock car racing that there's no crazier accidents. At one point, the, I think the entire field was uh, three uh, wide going all the way through the field. And uh, it, every, even Dale Earnhardt was saying, I don't, I hate this. And I know the guy that's 10th in that pack hates it more than I do. It looked dangerous. It was dangerous. And uh, I don't know what could be done. Okay. So there it is. I don't know what can be done. I mean, we've had Roush make the roof flaps. We've had different other engineering tactics to slow the cars, to restrict your plates, whatnot. There's so many things that have been changed with this car over the last 30 years. Yet here we are again. We're back at ground zero of the big one and of big wrecks that look 
just to put it bluntly, terrifying. I think I think what could happen, and I've said this uh, before. If uh, follow me here, if you take the plates off and reduce the compression in the engines, that way the good drivers can separate themselves from the bad drivers, and you wouldn't get the pack racing. Uh, the cars may not go 200 miles an hour, but I don't know that anybody watching at home can tell the difference between 175 and 200 if everybody's going 175. Uh, it's still fast, and uh, but the, the, the guys that know what they're doing will separate from the guys who don't. You know, you've brought that up before, and in this era of motorsports, yes, people want to break records. They want to see huge numbers in the speed department, but you're right. I think overwhelmingly you would have a fan base that's like, hold on, we want to preserve our drivers and their sanity, and if we can slow them down a little bit, still be at high numbers, but have everybody at the same still somewhat high speed, I think people would it would take a while, but I think they would eventually agree that's the better way to go about things. You've brought that up many times, and for some reason, we're not seeing it happen in any racing series, but it is a very, very good solution. All you have to do is just see this accident with Ryan Priest. If you're watching us on Mav TV, you're going to see it. If you're listening to us on the Freak Radio Network, the call is pretty dramatic uh, to go along with this video. Three Fords have separated themselves. A big push coming now for Harvick. Oh! Around goes a couple cars. Priest upside down. He's barrel rolling through the grass. Ryan Priest upside down in the infield. Going down the back straightaway, he makes a move or gets help from behind, and the car goes into the infield air. It just lifts right up off the ground. Violent, violent wreck. It's a push from the 43 car. And it's airborne. I mean, I, I thought that maybe it hit, you know, the the road course or or some curbing or something on the on the road course. The kink lifted that car, but it was just traveling so fast. That's just. They talked about how the what may have lifted it was hitting a curbing or something. I can't look at that and not think of Greg Moore in 1999. Of course, that was a cart Indy car. But and but it was grass that lifted his car up and he barrel rolled several times and unfortunately lost his life. I don't like seeing grass. I don't know. I don't believe grass was the cause of any sort of lift here. But I just when it comes to super speedways, I'm not a fan of grass. I'm a fan of letting the car lose speed, scrub speed by tires scooting across sideways on the pavement. Well, the, the biggest problem is not the grass, uh, I don't think. The problem with race cars, when they're going straight in a, uh, the front going in a straight line, you have all, all sorts of stuff that create downforce. Or in NASCAR, they have flaps that keep the car from turning over. But when you turn that car sideways, or turn the car sideways, then there's no flaps or anything. And all you do is get air under it and boom, it's gone. That's a problem, and that's a problem in all kinds of cars. Uh, you know, sports cars that get air under it when they crest the hill and go flipping off into the woods, that's, uh, that's the same thing. As long as the car is going what it's supposed to do, it's fine. But when that changes, 
who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. If you get a chance, go back and watch that video. You can hmm. see the car is taken off before it hits the grass. It is already up at a, at a maybe 25, 30 degree angle before it hits the grass. And it just, it's the, the it's invisible, but the air and the, the, the crosswinds, it's a ramp for that car. Hmm. Let's, let's zero in on Ryan Priest at this point. He was held overnight, released from the hospital, but I, I got to believe there's a lot of chatter going on with Ryan Priest. If you recall earlier this year at Talladega, Ryan Priest went into the door of Kyle Larson. Hard. And on the heels of Kurt Busch announcing his retirement, mm-hmm. just the fact that he can't get over these concussion issues. Simon Pagino, same thing. I'm not saying he retired, but he, Simon Pagino on the IndyCar series can't get over those, those concussion issues. I mean, concussions have been a massive issue in motorsports over the last five years again, seemingly more so than what we experienced the five years prior to that. So, yes, this is a big topic. We have to be more cognizant of how to keep our drivers as safe as possible. Granted, we're not the ones making the safety requirements, but it is something, at least as a fan. I mean, when Dale Earnhardt Jr. wasn't able to come back to the driving area of his expertise, we knew why. Doctors were telling him, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're done." So, if something similar is in the future for Ryan Priest or Simon Pagano, I think is what you're getting at, Kennedy. We see that we we have to be able to understand that their health is more important than their driving. Here is the video again. If you're watching this on Map TV, you're going to see this vicious hit where Ryan Priest just t-bones. I mean, right into the passenger side door of Kyle Larson at uh, at speed. was talladega earlier this year there's that and then there's this that happened at uh at daytona <laughs> ryan priest both times same guy there's got to be discussion going on that we're not privy to uh right now about ryan priest and and his health you keep hearing about how ryan priest great dude nice guy what's going to be the concussion protocol for this guy uh after this accident we don't know uh, there's been there's been people that have disappeared from and they were excellent drivers. Jerry Nadeau, Steve Park, mm-hmm. they were excellent drivers who uh, had bad accidents. They said Nadeau, his head may have hit the wall out of the driver's side window, but he never came back. He's coaching drivers now, still loves the sport, but they they don't come back. The, the concussions are serious and uh, no doctor will give them the clearance to come back. Yeah, it's going to be curious how they develop this, uh, how the, how this develops with Ryan Priest, because, man, at, these hits are freaking bonkers uh, with Ryan Priest. The one in Talladega, and, of course, this one, the multiple flips uh, in Daytona. I certainly don't envy that guy right about now, and it's freaking melon what he's having to go through. Let me, let me add one more, excuse me, Kenny quickly, real quick. We mentioned the grass, the same kind of accident happened to Michael McDowell, uh, on pavement in Texas in 2008 during qualifying with the spins and everything. It's, it's, I don't think it's the grass. Got it. Your stat man scat coming up regarding Bubba Wallace. And there's still a whole lot of haters out there. That's next. Speed freaks pits and the Lucas oil studios.
Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire delivers. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for the adrenaline pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Force, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Antron Brown barrel it out for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. This segment of Speed Freaks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, you hear us talk about constant travel time commitments, and a slew of other life schedules, throwing some unexpected curveballs that life throws our way. It's easy to get lost and in need of some guidance to get back on track. And that's where BetterHelp.com comes in. Go to BetterHelp.com slash freaks and get 10% off your first month. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, and more. With BetterHelp.com's therapist, you get the same quality you'd expect from an in-office therapist, but you can communicate with them when and how you want, anytime from anywhere. You also get to schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you from your cell phone or computer. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash freaks for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash freaks. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. When Daryl Wallace got into the NASCAR playoffs Saturday night, it was an important moment in his life and career and in the life of business of a global motorsport. He gets to play further in NASCAR's chase for the championship this year. He stared down millions on and off the racetrack to grow his career to where those millions don't want it to go. 
but even in the moments directly after the race at Daytona, the keyboard warriors and social media started vomiting water on the accomplishment. Even former champions won't be able to share the experience this year, as if those warriors are in charge of deciding who can succeed or be happy or how they should feel or display that happiness. Now, obviously, each one can think whatever, they could post whatever, but they should look in the mirror when they think they can be the arbiter of happiness, that they have the supreme idea of how everyone should deserve or act uh, when they're happy, or how long their happiness can last, or who's allowed to play or succeed at the game. At a time when people want to legalize who can compete or succeed, they're worried about Daryl Wallace getting into the NASCAR playoffs. Well done, Daryl, Booty, Michael, and Denny, and everyone else at 2311. It's good to see you standing above and ignoring the little people in NASCAR's tedious social world. Peace. For Favorite Freak Nation, go to lucasoil.com. Your stat man scat brought to you by our friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com to find the products to keep all of your rides in that garage out there in front of your house, all of them fat and happy. Inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, outside your car. The exterior of your car is very important, man. Lucas Oil Slick Mess, they got the products to keep everything looking snappy. Go to lucasoil.com. Playing off more of Statman Scat regarding Bubba Wallace making it in the playoffs for the very first time. The haters will always be haters. And we know why a lot of them are pretty much freaking haters. Because, but we will, we will not let those guys, those people, freaking rain on our parade when it comes to celebrating the fact that Bubba Wallace, Michael Jordan, uh, Denny Hamlin, 23-11, the team got in with, with Bubba Wallace. We have a minority. We have a black man in the playoffs. And we know Statman, Crasher, Suave, that riles a lot of people up. What are you finding, Stat, as our co-host, a, a black man that's been with Speed Freaks for 23 years, are you finding this a little different with the some of the, the hater speech that you see on social media going after Bubba Wallace? than you did maybe 10, 15 years ago regarding blacks in motorsports? No, uh, it's actually worse. Since, since 2016, people think they can say anything and do anything, and uh, uh, that's that's the where we are. I mean, what bothers me, people could hate, and they can think whatever they want, but what bothers me is they think they can determine he's not smiling enough, he's smiling too much. He, Why is he happy? He didn't do anything. He shouldn't be happy. He's gonna be gone in the first uh, playoff, the first round of the playoffs. He's, he's not good, he got lucky, whatever. Instead of just saying he's a first, we saw history. He changed the industry and I'm one of the greatest basketball players in history put his money on the line and uh, decided I'm going to help this guy and uh, he did it and he would face pressure more pressure than some of those people face sitting on their couch banging on their keyboards he faced a lot of pressure and he got in according to the rules accidents you know whatever 
there's a champion, Chase Elliott, who isn't there, and uh, uh, Wallace is. So, you know, screw them. Sounds shockingly familiar to the mid-2000s, circa 2004, 2005. A certain woman was making history, leading the some of the final laps of the Indy 500. And then, oh, she just got lucky by winning, what, the next year in an IndyCar race in Japan. So, yeah, I don't quite understand. Here we are, fast forward almost 20 years, and the narrative hasn't changed. People are still cutting history down just because they have a sharp tongue and they just want to use it really for no good reason because you should allow these people to shine whether it's a woman in a man's sport or a black man in a white man's sport let them let them excel when they can i don't understand the hatred i mean you just want a sport to be a certain category it's just not possible get just mm, i i don't know what else to say besides grow the f up You've got the examples that you dropped out there, Crasher, and something that reminds me, and if I would have thought about this before going into this show, I would have done my research, but frankly, I don't think I need to. Uh, a majority owner of a NASCAR Cup Series team, a majority owner who is a minority in Michael Jordan, that's a first, right, Stat? There's not, uh, there's yeah, not no, there was uh, Brad. Brad uh, Doherty was there Fred before uh, before uh, a uh, Michael Jordan. owner. Uh, yeah, he's man, maybe he's a majority owner. owner yeah, but Doherty has got several partners. But there, through the years, there have been guys that, that have stepped up and uh, maybe not at the cup level. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's MJ, although to bring some levity into the thing here, he always talks about being ready to play. But some of those profile shots, <laughs> he spent a lot of time at the media center buffet. <laughs> It'll take a while for him to get ready to play again. But I'm sure anyway, he could play, yeah, just not at the same level. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I just, and again, they could think whatever they want, but for, to think they had the arrogance to say he shouldn't, uh, he shouldn't be happy, or he's not allowed yeah. to be happy, or he's going to be gone, or I don't care, he's not any good. You know, fans are allowed to think anything, but to think that they're the arbiter of who should be happy and who shouldn't, that's a bit much. Scott Dixon, IndyCar Series winner from Worldwide Technology Raceway this afternoon. He'll be joining us coming up in about seven minutes here in the Freak Nation. Suave, you put a poll out there regarding the pack racing. Uh, is it about time? Well, you can go ahead and put it up or actually read it to the Freak Nation. Suave, give up some results there, my man. Yeah, I just, I'm just i asking a very, very simple question on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it now, which is, <laughs> are you over slash sick of the pack racing at Daytona, Talladega, and Atlanta now, which also is more pack racing based mm -hmm. since it saved it. And a little bit surprised by the results. Yes, 37%. No, 63%. Uh, I saw a couple people respond mm -hmm. on Twitter bringing up this point, too, that basically, listen, Danger is inherent in motorsports, and that's basically where you're getting here. It's it's always going to be dangerous, and there's nothing much you can do about it unless you drastically, drastically reduce speeds. That's the only thing you can really do. And Which is what Stapp meant, exactly yeah. what he was saying, yeah. And we're so lucky that the 
advancements in safety have come a long way. I saw somebody point out last night on Twitter as well how eerily similar Ryan Blaney's crash was head on into the wall to Dale Earnhardt's crash 22 years ago. It looks almost exactly the same. And Ryan Blaney got out of the car 100% safe. And I, I thought that was just incredible. Hmm. And so we need to remember that too, that these cars are so safe now. Ryan Newman can walk away and, and win the SRX championship this year, two years after having to go to the hospital for multiple days because of a wreck at Daytona in the Daytona 500. So the safety of these cars needs to be talked about too, which is, is, is the thing that's stopping really NASCAR from really making any changes to be honest. Cause they know for the most part, this car is safe enough that drivers are going to walk away. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Richie. The, I think a lot of the blame, maybe not most of it, but I think a lot of it goes to the drivers themselves because they do believe that they could survive and get out of the car if they do have some of the worst accidents seen. And uh, they put themselves in positions, they take risks that I think are unnecessary, diving into the, the grass, hooking the, in rallying, we call it ditch hooking, but you drop the wheel into the dirt and the grass, and, you know, they could spin out and take 10 cars with them. Uh, it's a very... It's a very fine line, but the cars are safe and the drivers believe that they can survive accidents, so they take more risks. Yep. Stat man, crash Gladys, Kenny Sergeant, Richard C. Suave. We're all here, man. Coming up next, his name is Scott Dixon. Dude is on the heels of Alex Below, his teammate for a seventh championship. Joins mm -hmm. us next, Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. General Tire delivers. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for the adrenaline pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Force, Ron Cast, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Antron Brown battling out for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? 
not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075. That's Listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Scott Dixon literally lapped the field at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Mav TV and the Freak Radio Network. He joins us now uh, just after a big old press conference and a post-race celebration with some, uh, what I call some nasty beers. I think a great way to kick off this interview, frankly, will you pull that stag up one more time, Scott Dixon, winner of Worldwide Technology Raceway? It's a good beer. It's, it's not a good beer because that's the beer my dad would put in the outdoor fridge when he knew me and my boys were coming. It was 99 cents a six-pack. Stag and stag light. You're dating yourself, Kenny. I think it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah. Again, I drink for effect. Yeah. Don't we all? For effect. <laughs> is there ever a time you grab a beer and go, my God, that's as good as chocolate cake? No. Mm-mm. No. I, you know, it could be. It does taste good. You know, long hot day right now. Yes. Tastes good. All right. Champagne you, was good. Can you without Yes, giving, you were drinking some yeah, of that champagne. champagne. You were the only one, though, on the podium. I think all those other guys are underage, though, you know? So. <laughs> 
<laughs> David's about as close as it comes. Yes. <laughs> hey, Dixon, without giving up the, the secret, how do you manage fuel so well to where you're out, you're in street clothes by the time this race is finished? Because you've already done everything, it's bonkers. Yeah, it was that was a crazy day. I think um, you know Ross was probably the key. Uh, you know, he was he was talking about a lot. You know, the same uh, kind of situation that we had at India as well. You know, I think uh, the compromise this weekend. You know, we qualified sixth or seventh, but then had you know the the penalty to to start what are we sixteenth or something that we kind of needed to try something different, you know, to put us in, in, in a, in a good situation. So, um, there was definitely times through the races where I think I was keen to not stay on the strategy. You know, it's kind of pretty verbal about, you know, the car doesn't feel that great. You know, we don't seem that fast, but you know, they were like, Hey, your pace is really good. Um, you're stretching the windows, 10 laps, maybe even, yeah, I think even on the first stop, we were maybe six, eight laps longer than some of the other competitors. So, you know, once that starts to snowball, you're going to uh, eliminate the stop. And, and uh, that's exactly what happened. You know, I think the compromise this weekend is not really knowing about, you know, the alternate tires, how that's going to work. You know, we had really no practice. We weren't sure how that was going to play out. Um, but for us, they actually, the pace was really good on those as well. And we were able to, to get the full stint that we needed to, um, you know, to, to capture that lead and, and uh, then really control the race, I think, from that point. Crasher, I know you want to get in there, but for the lay person, my feet are in the car. What are you doing with the throttle and where are you doing that to save gas? Or is it all up on the steering wheel, depending on this little... Yeah, we have no. I wouldn't say any of it's automated. Like we have a lot of tools. You know, there's there's mixtures that we can use. Um, you know, in in the car and and ignition settings as well. That that kind of help with the performance of the car, so you don't get compromised too much on actual straight line speed. But it really improves. You know, um, you know the mileage of the car. But to to drive, you know, your your. You know, say into, you know, turn one, you're going from sixth gear down to third gear, but, you know, you kind of want to lift just after start finish, leave it in sixth gear until you get to almost the apex. So you're not over slowing the car. You know, once you go down gears, it's like another break. So you kind of want to get to, you know, the, the apex of the corner and then go down the three gears as quick as possible, but you coast in all that way. And, um, you know, we're in the coast phase, especially with these engines, uh, the same with the other competitors too, but it, it, it kind of cuts off the, the fuel flow to the engine. Um, and it's the same going into, into, uh, three, but not as dramatic. So there's definitely a style that you need to, you know, implement, but also you really need a car that's capable of doing it where you have a, a strong enough front end where you can kind of yeah. carry all that speed in on entry without any brakes, you know, keep the, the pressure on the front and, and uh, get the rotation out of it. So it's a technique, but 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 uh, also, you know, you've got to have a car that's, that's able to do it. Thank you, Honda. Yeah, I want to go yeah. back to you potentially arguing with Ross or whether it was Chip or whoever it was about the strategy in that if you're you're the driver, you're the one in the cockpit, you're the one that's going to basically putting your life in danger. And if you're not comfortable, how did they convince you otherwise? Yeah, I think it, there was definitely a moment. Um, I think we got stuck behind Carpenter, maybe uh, the 28 had cleared him. There was, there was a bit of a kind of a, a melee that went on and turn turn one and two and and i didn't clear him so i was kind of stuck behind him and it was when we were also on the reds and i'm like the the, the alternate tire is not feeling that good right now hmm. 
um, there, but they were like, well, let's you know go to you know four you know full full percent uh, or full mixture uh, to to get the most you know performance out of the engine and try and pass them. And I'm like, I can't. Every time I'm trying to get close to them, I'm, I feel like I'm really saturating the tire, hurting the tire, and oh. I think it's going to compromise us, you know, at the end of the stint. So there was that a lot of that going on. You could hear, you know. A lot of the time, the deflation in their voice, you know, like, oh, okay, like we can't do anything. And I can just imagine Chip right next to Mike saying, come on, you got to tell him to pass him. He's got to pass him. <laughs> um, and I'm like, hey, I'm trying here, but it's, it's just not going to work. So luckily, you know, I think 10 laps later, you know, he had to pit anyway, and, and that kind of opened us up to, to run the, the leader pace that we needed to. And then before we knew it, we were actually running kind of quicker than the leaders, you know, on a lot more laps on red tires than anybody had done. So it was uh, at that point, I think we'd, we'd kind of worked out that we we're in a pretty good situation. Do you feel like you have an advantage because of your talents in the cockpit when the track is relatively green, like it was this weekend that you have an advantage over so many other people in the field because you are a guy that likes to kind of fly by your seat of the pants? Uh, I think, you know, sometimes it's the starting position, right? You know, mm -hmm. we were compromised from the start. You know, I right. think had we started, you know, maybe in our seventh position or wherever we qualified, it might have been a different race for us. Um, mm -hmm. And that may be true for Indy last week as well. So you're kind of looking at, you know, a lot of the strategies, you know, it'd been a long time since somebody had won with a three-stopper here. So we're like, ah, that might work. And that was the same at Indy last week. We're like, ah, it's been a long time. I think it was maybe... I, yeah, I think Graham tried it maybe um, several years uh, earlier at, at Indy as well on the road course okay. or seven races earlier, um, and it it, it uh, was close. But actually, we 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 ended up beating him on a on a three stopper. So <laughs> it, it um you know it's it's credit to the team. You know, mm -hmm. I think today was really about discipline and sticking to that strategy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Scott Dixon six championships and going for a seventh. And I'm probably reading between the lines here, but it sounds like you're racing yourself and the Ganassi team and what the other people do is kind of their business. Yeah, I think, um, I think, you know, what's really cool, uh, you know, after this weekend is that it's really only a Ganassi driver that can win the championship. You know, I know, I know, um, obviously I'd much rather be in, in Palou's, uh, you know, shoes right now and, and have that, you know, 74 point, uh, advantage. Um, but you, you got to hand it to them for, for the season that they've had. You know, they've done a tremendous job and, and weekends where they've, you know, maybe struggled or haven't had the speed. They've been able to, to really work it out on strategy. So, you know, uh, for us, you know, we, we were trying to play probably a lot of catch up and, and really try and close that gap. Um, you know, throughout, and we had some races. I think we we could have really turned the season around a little bit earlier, but uh, it's come a little bit late. But but um, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, Chip at the end of the meeting today in the race meeting was like, I'm going to get really mad if all four of our cars are on the same strategy at the end of the race. <laughs> so, you know, that was true for, for India as well, you know. So uh, I think it's it's a lot of times, you know, when Chip says things, you're like, oh, you know, I'm not sure that's really valid. But, you know, come to the end of the day, you know, it, uh, it, obviously, it obviously plays true. So, you know, it's, it's kind of fun that he puts those tidbits in there to, to make everybody really think about. Everybody has in in our team meeting when there's four of us. Everybody has an opportunity to win the race. You, you know, anybody can find that perfect strategy, uh, and no matter where you're starting. And and uh, he brings that up a lot. And and obviously today was one of those days. Scott Dixon, that's a spectacular answer, but not an answer. <laughs> I asked you. So we're going to go on, and uh, you don't want to answer that, I suppose. Uh, there were several years ago. When you got to Sonoma, I think it was the last race of the year, 
and you were, you know, gobbling people down 50 points a race. And it sounds like you're going to do that again, or at least you're trying to do that again this year. Yeah, I think it'd be really special if Palou decided to sit out Portland. <laughs> um, that would make it great for IndyCar. You know, he's been a bit greedy this year. Um, so I think it would only be fair that maybe he takes his, you know, his lovely wife on vacation um, Portland weekend and just, you know, decides to show up for Laguna. <laughs> it's a it's a holiday weekend. Might as well. Yeah, let's do it. Labor Day. I don't it's, believe uh, a damn this, this. thing that you're saying, man. <laughs> you're you're going in there, guns out and blazing. Dixon. Hey, we, we'll be trying whatever. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll be doing whatever we can to win the last two races. But but um, we need a little bit of help. That's for sure. Are you that vicious to where if it comes down to the last race, last couple of laps, that you have to pull something a little dirty? Whatever it takes, man. Yeah, it's a championship, I think that's Kenny. true for ninety percent of the people on the grid. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's fantastic, man. We—it's uh, never disappointment with Scott Dixon rolls in the Freak Nation, man. Uh, I just—I can't say it enough. It's just so badass. And yeah. the stat man right there on your screen has been on your bandwagon from the get-go. We forget about picking Scott Dixon with our freaks picks and. Nobody picked me today. Oh, oh. Statman did. Statman, oh, yeah. there you go. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. List, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. And Thank he you. tells us all the time: never leave out Dixon. Yeah. Scott, as always. Thanks, man. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Good to see you guys. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. General Tire delivers. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for the adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Force, Ron Katz, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Antron Brown barrel it out for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. 
The annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers contains the little known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075. That's Listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Next hour, Freak Nation, Angel Sampay, three time NHRA Pro Stock Bike Champion. She's going top fuel and eventually. First, she's going to hop an alcohol dragster and then pursue a career in top field drag racing. She'll be joining us. Also, Jake Gagne, now three-time supermoto superbike champion. He'll be joining us next hour. But first, Crash Lattice Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the tire for your ride. Fall's coming, rainy, snowy season. Get prepared for that, man, with a new set of General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's General Tire. Crasher, hit it. Well, it was the end of the NASCAR season, the regular season, that is, for the Cup and Xfinity Series, the last oval of the season for IndyCar, motocross racing, their end of season, literally, just outside of Indianapolis, and some outlaws racing in the Dakotas. All right, first in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Mile today, Sunday, the NASCAR Truck Series. Well, they're on to their next round. They are now on to the round of eight, and Grant Enfinger is one of the lucky eight. Yes, he took the win today just days after his team, GMS Racing, announced that they would be closing their doors at the end of this season. Yeah. In Daytona, the Xfinity Series came down to a photo finish, the fourth closest finish in series history, to be factual, with Justin Allgaier over Sheldon Creed by five thousandths of a second. Oh, and he did so after starting from the rear of the field, just by the way. The Cup Series had some serious moments. We've been talking about it, not the least of which was Ryan Priest's 10-time flip down the backstretch through the grass. But the race ended with serious momentum. We haven't talked about this part for Roush Fenway-Keslowski as they ended up 1-2 
on the night, of course, Chris Buescher, his third win of the season. The IndyCar weekend was at Worldwide Technology Raceway. It was a festival of open wheel speed, Silver Crown, Indy Next, and of course, the big dogs. And when I say big dogs, I mean your six-time champion, Scott Dixon, putting on a clinic for the young guns. David Malukas being one of them who said he had a dream come true by being on the podium with Scott Dixon, a guy that he grew up idolizing, watching him race. Scott raced a three-stop strategy. Every other driver in the field was either on a four- or five-stop pit-stop strategy, I should say. Scott then nursed his fuel to take his second consecutive win of the year, his 55th overall. Speaking of domination on the weekend, Loken Shukart swept the World of Outlaws races in South Dakota, and history was made in Indy, just outside of Indy, as motocross's Jet Lawrence swept the two 450 motos again, marking just the fourth time ever in the 51 series, 51 year history of the pro motocross series. His brother Hunter Lawrence may have taken home the 250 titles, but the weekend sweep in the two 250 motos belonged to Joe Shimoda. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the tire for all of your rides. F-250, 67 Stang, they got something out there for you, man. You go to GeneralTire.com. One of the big stories to come out of NASCAR this weekend that didn't involve necessarily anything on the track, well, frankly it did, was the retirement of Kurt Busch. Oh, right. Uh, NASCAR champion. Uh, has had his good times and not so good times in the NASCAR Cup Series. Kyle Bush talking about retirement. Kurt. Excuse me, Kurt Bush talking about the retirement uh, at the pe- at the press conference uh, earlier this weekend in Daytona. Racing at NASCAR's highest level requires every last bit of focus, heart, stamina, and determination. And I know. Right now, I can't give what is required to compete at that level week in and week out. So I'm officially announcing my retirement from NASCAR Cup Series competition. So many people have been part of my journey. I want to thank the fans, my family, friends, sponsors, and team members. Thanks to everyone who has taught me the different things around the motorsports world. And also for those who have had to put up with me. But, and then I want to just thank again everyone that continues to push me to strive for success in this sport. It's time for a new journey, and I'm excited to get it started. Now, if you were watching that, you saw he had the monster hat on, the monster shirt, and the monster drinks still sitting on the table. So it looks like he might be still tied in with monster moving, moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Short of having monster on the back of his phone. <laughs> uh, no laughing matter about this. Kurt right. Busch talking about how he could barely walk at times after his accident. Yeah. It, again, it's not one moment that's that's led to this. It's it's a few different factors. And my body is just having a battle with father time. Um, I've had arthritis ever since I can remember. Uh, my gout is flared up so much that I can barely walk on some days, uh, just pushing to get through physical therapy and to continue the workouts. Uh, I remember last summer, I was trying to not show that emotion, and I barely could even walk to the car at Dover because uh, I had to have some shots pre-race just so that I could move my knee and move my feet. Those are those moments where things were starting to add up before uh, things happened at, at Pocono. 
Wow. Yeah, that's pretty serious. That's It's just not fun anymore, obviously. If you have to take shots, take whatever to get your body to be somewhat normal to get into a race car, which is how you make your living. It's just when it comes to that, it's like, no, we're done. We're done. Statman, did you know any of that about his gout and arthritis and shots and this and that? No, sound like me. Uh, you know, I was thinking, hey, I got that problem and I got to get up and go to work every morning, too. But, yeah, that's a serious, serious problem. I've had people in my family who were professional athletes and they um, they had a problem, especially the couple that were football players. They had problems getting out of bed. And, uh, you know, they sometimes they couldn't get out of bed comfortably for two days after a game. So mm-hmm. that's it, it shouldn't shouldn't be that way. But if that's what you want to do with your body, then certainly you're allowed to. But that's difficult. And uh, I have nothing but respect for Kurt, especially after he ran, what, sixth at uh, the Indy 500. That was huge. Massively that was enormous. huge. How much time do we have here? Got about three minutes. Richie, you brought up the comparison to between Ryan Blaney's accident and Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s accident and how they're damn near identical. And Ryan Blaney walked away. Kurt Busch has been a part of NASCAR so long that he's been a part of the evolution of the safety of the car. Curious of his of if his aggressive driving style accelerated some of these issues with his body, whether it was the arthritis mm-hmm. or the gout or uh, n- numerous concussions. We don't know because the protocol is no way, nowhere near what it was 15, 16 years ago. So I'm wondering if the, that it just, again, father time came a little early for this guy. But did racing accelerate it? Right. I don't know how you could say it could that it didn't. Yeah. Well, the gout caused by acids in your body, so I don't know that the racing had anything to do with that. Uh, maybe the arthritis, all the accidents, and the pounding. Um, you know, imagine if you're going to work every day and and uh, 25 times a year you get in a car accident. That's racing. Oh. <laughs> so Whoa. you'd end up in a, that's, a, that's actually. Think about what you just said there. Yeah. That is a way that the layperson can pretty much understand what's going on. These guys race for a living. Some people still don't want to claim them as athletes, but yeah, it's like you you put your body through what they're going through 25 times a year, crash it up in the highway. That holy cow, could you walk away from that people? No. That's yeah. such a good comparison, Statman. That's yeah, wow. Some people take some 25 weeks to recover from one accident, you know, but to have one every week for, you know, a year. I mean, that's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. You, again, we don't know the the extent of what driving has done to Kurt Busch's body other than he hasn't looked healthy, frankly, for a few years. Uh, you can see it in really? his face. Yeah. Look at his face. We've talked about that. And I'm not speaking out of turn here. I'm not saying I know something that nobody else knows, but just hasn't looked that healthy, frankly. Hmm. And now hearing this uh, proves to me that my eyes were not deceiving me, that looking at Kurt Bush and the way he 
uh, presented himself that there were issues. And holy smokes, just let bam, just drop that out there, gout arthritis. Uh, and and how about that? Um, could barely walk to the car to get in a race car and go 200 miles an hour with, you know, 40 other 30, well, whatever, uh, multiple cars out there on the track with him. And to get it done when you've got shots up and down your body, what kind of shots? Shots to get him in the race car. Think about that. All right, Freak Nation, Angel Sampay. Three-time NHRA, NHRA Pro Stalker. She joins us next hour. She's eventually going to go top fuel driving. And Jake Gagne, three-time Superbike champion. Big second hour coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for an adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The MHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Force, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Antron Brown barely down for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. General Tire delivers. This segment of Speed Freaks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, you hear us talk about constant travel, time commitments, and a slew of other life schedules. Throw in some unexpected curveballs that life throws our way. It's easy to get lost and in need of some guidance to get back on track. And that's where BetterHelp.com comes in. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Freaks and get 10% off your first month. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, and more. With BetterHelp.com's therapist, you get the same quality you'd expect from an in-office therapist, but you can communicate with them when and how you want, anytime from anywhere. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash freaks for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash freaks. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Please hang up and try again. Network broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the freaks. In the second hour, Freak Nation, her name is Angel Sampay, three-time NHRA Pro Stock Bike Champion. She'll be joining us this hour. She's going to be running a top alcohol dragster and then hopefully moving to top fuel. She'll be joining us this hour. Also, three-time Superbike Champion Jacob Gagne will be here in the Freak Nation. Crash Gladys, Statman, Richard C. Suave, Kenny Sargent, we're all here, man. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Chris Busher, three-time... Man, did anyone, did anyone, when we did our freak, uh, <laughs> our uh, freaking picks for Beat the Freaks, Chris Busher had two wins, all right, to his name this year in the Cup Series. Chris Busher goes out and wins another one. He's got three wins in the Cup Series. Three wins in the last five races, from what I understand. <laughs> Momentum. I mean, Stan, man, come on, man. I mean, I know we picked IndyCar Series for this weekend, but going into next weekend, is anybody going to put Chris Busher in one of their three top three oh, picks? Oh, that's a good question. He's not a go-to in my category, but he may uh, appear, make a you know a uh, surprise appearance in the Statman's world. Suave, do you see some Ross Ross Chastainage? Going on with Chris Busher right about now because what we saw last year with Ross Chastain and the momentum that he was gaining. I, I can see that's a good comparison, actually. But in in the past, in the past, drivers who have had this kind of momentum entering the playoffs still haven't won the title. It didn't mean yeah. anything because you can pretty much scrap it. There's a reason why last thing the last couple of years, at least last year, I don't think the regular season champion won the championship. So like Martin Truex Jr. So it doesn't matter a lick. It's a brand new season. All you got to do is just sneak and survive in advance. Survive 
in advance. Very true. Chris, Chris Busher, uh, post-race, talking about how damn good his team is. We're a contender. We, we still have work to do. Uh, I don't think we're, we're under the uh, the illusion that, that says, uh, you know, it it's, has to go through us and us only right now. Uh, we, we've got uh, tracks we still need to be better at, and uh, and we've got um, – work to uh to do as a group and uh and as a as a team to uh get in the hunt but uh i surely feel confident about our uh, our ability to drive through the playoffs and uh and feel like we could certainly be a contender in this thing and here's another one for you who had rfk and two drivers yeah no in the playoffs anybody nope you can play the crickets right now. Yep. Statman, we're rattling off those top tier teams. You know, Penske, Gibbs, Hendrick, <laughs> Gibbs, Roush, Fenway, Kozlowski. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nobody, no. even they wouldn't pick themselves for the no. last few years. They've had, a, they've had a great year this year, but they've been groping in the dark lately. The K and RFK, uh, Brad Kozlowski, talking about uh, finishing second behind his teammate, Chris Busher. Yeah, well, you know, the second is, uh, you know, first loser. But, um, you know, we could have ended up in a ball of flames in three and four, two, and that would have looked pretty dumb, Holly. So, uh, you know, the cars were, were certainly on the edge there at the end, and I got a good push from Eric Almarone. I was able to carry that through to my teammate, Chris Busher, and, uh, and clear him, but there were a lot of cars just breathing down their back, and uh, it would have been really difficult to, uh, I think, to pull a move off without, you know, probably wrecking both of us. You look at what, and again, we had Brad Kozlowski on the show when he was running for Dale Earnhardt in the Hellman's Mayonnaise, oh, right? Whatever the series was called at the time, was Bush. it still Bush? I think series? it was still Bush. Yeah, and. Hold on a second. Just look at this thing. Look, look at this outfit. Yeah, well, you know, the second is, uh, you know, first loser. But, um, you know, we could have ended up in a... Let's take a look at his King's Hawaiian yeah, orange fire suit. King's Ho Hawaiian bread is his uh, key sponsor for the last couple of races. Hey, but King's Hawaiian has been around in drag racing for decades. I mean, it's not like this Was is it? there for... Oh, yes. Who? Oof. I know that they were they were always around with Shirley Muldowney in the early two thousands. I just they I just remember when I was doing top end announcing, right. there were people there from Kings Hawaiian passing out loaves and different stanchions of different drivers. They had Kings Hawaiian displays. Hey, so. hey you didn't that never got to the Freak Nation. Wow. <laughs> Come on, yeah, oops. Funny how it, it didn't make it there. past my hotel room. <laughs> Is there a better? There's not a better bread than, than King's yeah. Hawaiian bread, is there? It's really yummy. Now, what about Wonder Bread? Come on! Oh, stat man! King's Hawaiian's the best. <laughs> better than Wonder Bread? Come on. <laughs> There's your yes. cow problem right there. Eating loaves of white Wonder Bread, stat man. <laughs> Jesus, man! Enough preservatives in there to freaking flood half a Columbus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is that still is Wonder Bread? So, I mean, that's yes. There's like probably all kinds of carcinogens in there. You well, probably you could probably set it on the freeway and it would last for several. That, you know, this half life would be right there with <laughs> atomic waste. Let's do a test. What lasts longer on the shelf for the next ten years? 
a loaf of Wonder Bread, or a Twinkie. <laughs> there was a there was this day old shop. I know we're digging rabbit holes, but damn it, Freak Nation, that's just what we do. And, and some people can relate to this. There was this, we would go to the airport back in the day, and there was this day old Wonder Bread place where you'd go in and get day old, uh, or was it Hostess? What? It's Hostess. Whatever. Or was it Wonder Bread? I don't care. Where there was day old bread in there, they said, but you'd go in there, and I remember taking some stuff home, and <laughs> it it was it was Hostess Cupcakes Crasher, okay. and it's like taking a bite out of. It wasn't a jawbreaker, but you could tell it was maybe a month old type, but still it didn't kill us at the time. But wait, it was still in the packaging though? Yeah, it's, it's but it was seen, hard. Instead, okay. you've seen day old shops where yeah. you want to get some day old bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Hostess chocolate cupcakes? Come on. That's, Gosh, that's never one seen of the major food shop? groups. Day old shop, no. Yeah. No. It's out there. And they I have love a, Hostess They cupcakes. have them in Indy. I mean, crashes. You know, that 1% that never sees no. the old stuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I like me some old stuff, but I've never, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. A, like a day old or week old, month old, year old stuff. No, not year old. Okay. Yeah, Swabby, no. have you ever seen okay. a day old shop? No. Ugh. I just say you can get deals if you go to uh, Jimmy John's. They sell their day old like bread that they use and you can get them for cheaper. Jimmy oh. John's. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's a freaky fast step, man. Yeah, that's the that's the guy that kills wild animals, isn't it? What the hell's no, going on here, no, man? No, no, Jeez, no, no, man, no, no, no. what is going on? <laughs> Golly, I mean, you can email him at stat MC I mean, Jersey he, Mike's, you know, if you're gonna and Subway, but Jimmy God. John's, come on. <laughs> there goes a Jimmy John's sponsorship. Uh, oh, Jimmy John, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Jimmy, come over here. God. You see, now you buddy. see how smart we are to take all of this down the road from Hawaiian bread? Come on. Yeah. There, well, yeah. We've, we've determined one thing that Statman and Kenny Sargent are hipsters to day old <laughs> shops back in the day. And, uh, and then, I'm, I'm, apparently, I'm, Jimmy John's is, is a hip, oh, hipster it. to that, too. Oh, oh. my gosh. Uh, I'm going to try and dig, our, dig ourselves out of this. Regardless, it started with uh, Brad Kozlowski, Chris Busher, now in the playoffs. You know who's not? And Swabby tried to put a little pressure on me on this that, oh, well, Chase Elliott, he's, the momentum moved up 20 more yeah, see, points. I wish, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I wish I was a gambler. I'd, you wouldn't be going to that movie tonight if I was a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. For those that don't know, before quickly before we go to break, I tried to bet everybody two weeks ago before the Cup Series race at the Glen that Chase Elliott would win that race. Mm -hmm. Everything was rigged and he would get the win. He did not. Um, and he didn't make the playoffs. Most popular driver. Not a how, how do you run out of gas? In NASCAR, yeah, Every, the gas gauge didn't Every, work. Come on, you had to sit there and reach and fix the gas gauge. You tap on it a little bit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Every motorsport has gas runner outers. Not if you're Rick Hendrick and you're Chase Elliott and, and you're a former you're champion. Yeah. yeah, you don't run out of gas. Yeah, they should have checked the gas meter two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Chase Elliott is not in the playoffs. I, again, curious, 
what the Chase Elliott effect is going to be in the playoffs. Oh, no. Here we go again. We, How are you going to watch we, the playoffs without the most popular driver? We saw what happened in those races without Chase Elliott in those races. We saw those numbers, man. Is but now it, it's the playoffs. We shouldn't. Isn't the momentum overall just different? I mean, I would hope. Again, the Longhorns going to the copper plastic El Paso Bowl. <laughs> I don't know if I would really take time out of my night to go watch my damn team. Now the people watch pork is the other white meat 200 oh, in NASCAR. Come on. <laughs> if they're NASCAR fans, they'll watch anything. Freak Nation and Jell Sampay, three-time NHRA pro stock bike champion, is hopping in a rail. She joins us next. Be Freaks Pistol with Soul Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire delivers. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for the adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Force, Ron Caps, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Intron Brown barrel it out for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. This segment of Speed Freaks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, you hear us talk about constant travel time commitments, and a slew of other life schedules, throwing some unexpected curveballs that life throws our way. It's easy to get lost and in need of some guidance to get back on track. And that's where BetterHelp.com comes in. Go to BetterHelp.com slash freaks and get 10% off your first month. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, and more. With BetterHelp.com's therapist, you get the same quality you'd expect from an in-office therapist, but you can communicate with them when and how you want, anytime from anywhere. You also get to schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you from your cell phone or computer. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash freaks for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash freaks. The weekend racing is over, or is it? 
not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Twenty-three years of doing Speed Freaks, Freak Nation, and Jail Sampay, like it or not, has been a part of those twenty-three years. Uh, and it's great to get her back here in the Freak Nation. Angel, every time we run into you at uh, at the track, whether it's at Antron's Pits or you're doing your uh, – trying to make sure a lot of people are munching on your mission chips, uh, <laughs> there's always stories to tell. And we got an inkling that this might be happening, that you might be getting in a, a four-wheel car. But holy smokes, this is happening now, man, where uh, you've got your top alcohol license. Uh, is there a car established? When do you start? Uh, what's the itinerary? Yeah, it's been crazy because I've been, people have been asking me, you know, are you going to come back to racing? Uh, are you going to race a bike in the countdown? Because I had originally said after last year that my goal was to lease a bike or, or possibly own my own motorcycle and race at least in the countdown since I'm busy doing the Too Fast, Too Tasty Challenge with Mission during the regular season. And so uh, I've been knowing about this for a couple of months now and haven't been able to say anything. Lately, I kind of was letting it slip saying, oh, you know, I got some news coming soon. And like, oh, you're coming back on a bike. I'm like, well, and I just leave it at that. And so, you know, <laughs> I wanted to say it so bad. Um, but we, you know, we tried to keep it a secret as much as we could. It's hard to do that at the racetrack when people see you in the car. And Antron and I spending a lot of time together on the starting line watching a fuel cars go to like, why are Antron and I sitting on the wall watching a fuel cars all morning long? <laughs> so, you know, there was some speculation, but um it's out now. I, I made eight runs in Jasmine Salinas's APL car. Oh my gosh. Craziest, funnest, scariest, wildest, stupidest thing I've ever done in my whole life. But it was amazing. Um, first two runs, I was scared to death. I knew probably by the end of the day on Monday, I would be telling Antron, I'm so sorry that, you know, I agreed to this, but I'm not going to be able to do this. This is just not for me. But uh, after the third and fourth round, I was like, oh, okay, this is starting to come together now and then tuesday we had the day off for travel we went from brainerd to indy and then yesterday we tested again with jasmine's car and um it was just like day and night okay angel i'm not buying the fact though that you had a little bit of fear getting in the a fuel dragster and taking that thing for a ride down the drag strip because you got a seatbelt there you got a little cage <laughs> there you didn't have that on your motorcycle it was then you would be right if you're not buying it because it, I didn't have a little bit of fear. I had a lot. My whole body was trembling. My knees were shaking. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to tell Antron so bad. I don't want to do this. Don't make me do this. I felt like, you know what I felt like? My poor baby, my little girl, Maya, we forced her to ride a roller coaster earlier this year. And she was crying and begging not to get on that roller coaster. And we made her do it because we knew once you ride it, you're going to love it. And uh, I felt so bad because I forced my baby to get on this roller coaster. And exactly what I thought was going to happen, happened. She, we took off. 
She was screaming in fear, but when it was over, she was like, I want to do it again. And so I knew that I had done the right thing. Well, that's where I was on Monday. I was looking up at Antron like, please don't make me do this. I was like about to beg him to let me out of the car, <laughs> but I sucked it up and put my big girl panties on. I drove that. Oh. And I know exactly why Erica says she drives that back to the pit. Cause like, Oh my God, a friend of mine texted me this morning because I showed him an in-car video of me in the car and he saw my hands doing all kinds of stuff. He said, what are you doing with your hands? And my answer was I'm driving that. okay so let me let me get it straight where this is going to be driven next year it's going to be with the mcphillips mcphillips team is that correct and then well we don't know we're actually okay we're in in limbo on where we're going with that right now we definitely are looking to to stay partnered up with scrappers racing and and jasmine's car um that just happened to fit me perfectly who came to whom with this idea? Did you go to uh, uh, Antron or did Antron come to you? How did all this come about? So I went to him with uh, Antron and I have been very, very close friends, best friends for 26 years now. Um, and we're the type of best friends that we can go six months without talking to each other and pick up where we left off. So there, there's been times, you know, we, we haven't been around each other, but nothing changes. But if I have something going on in my life, whether it's personal or business or family, he's one of the first people I pick up the phone to call. So during the off season, we were on the phone several times and I told him, he's like, what do you want to do? I said, well, I want to own my own motorcycle. It's something I've never done. And uh, that's when he said, I don't think you should put all your time and effort into bikes anymore. I think you need to move on. I'm like, move on to what? I mean, there's something other than motorcycles. And he's like, (laughs) why don't you try cars? You know, would you consider racing a car? I'm like, no, like that was, that's, that's not anything I've ever wanted to do. And then he starts talking about, well, I think you should go to top fuel. And I pretty much laughed at him because not only do I, I'm not interested. I don't want to No, I'm not racing a top fuel car. And so we just kept talking about it. He kept like, you know, that conversation would be over. I'd call another day. He'd say the same thing. It just kept happening. This time I said, okay, I'll do it. Put me in a car. My phone rang. It was him. He's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Like, oh, crap. He was serious. What was it about the, was it the speed? What was it that made you uncomfortable about uh, driving a dragster? You know, I've only known motorcycles all my life. So 200 and almost 203 miles per hour is what I've done on, on my pro stock motorcycle in six seconds. I don't know any different That's just what I know. It's what I'm used to, but I didn't know anything about this car. Um, Yes. The speed scares me Uh, being strapped in it, not being able to move scares me Um, being wrapped up. Like, like uh, I I was saying earlier, I feel like I'm wrapped three times in an oven mitt all over my entire body. The only thing that's exposed is your eyeballs. And then, (laughs) you know, yesterday in in Indy, it was 98 degrees and I thought I was going to, panic and pass out inside the car. So all those things, it's just every type of, of uncomfortable feeling that you can imagine from fear to being uncomfortable, to being hot, to being, it's like, Oh my gosh, there's there's so much going on. And I I just didn't think I could emotionally handle it. Well, you know, what a lot of folks have on their mind is the fact they hope that you get a chance to line up next to Tony Stewart and 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 whoop his ass. Yeah. It's, you know, Tony was there Monday when we were testing. He is amazing. I don't know how much you've talked to him. I'm sure it's been a lot, but a lot of fans that may have never met him before. 
When I first met Tony 20 something years ago, I didn't like him. I thought he wasn't a nice person. Um, but it was because he didn't talk to me. They introduced us. He had nothing to say. And now he tells me that, you know, well, he was kind of intimidated by me and I was definitely intimidated by him and we just didn't speak. But now we've met each other all these years later and he is one of the most genuinely nice people I've ever met. I absolutely love him. He's very supportive, uh, very motivating. He was standing next to my car a lot of the times on Monday, you know, leaning over talking to me because he's doing this. He's been in the A-field car a lot. So he was giving me some pointers and some advice, what to expect, how it's going to feel, you know, what to do if this happens. And it was really awesome because I have some pictures and video of Antron standing on one side of the car and Tony Stewart on the other side. I'm like, man, look at that. Like I'm standing between these two awesome guys getting taught. I mean, who would ever think that Tony Stewart was going to teach me how to drag race? So that's pretty funny. Yep. <laughs> but wow. he's doing it. Wow. Yeah, that sentence right there. Who would ever think that Tony Stewart, the NASCAR legend, would teach Angel Sampay how to drag race? And she's yeah. a drag racing legend of her own. Well, yeah, hold on, I took every corners. Statman, I, like, I took every, I took in every bit of it. it. Leah came over. She had some pointers for me. You know, it was comforting to talk to her. I there was a lot of people telling me what to do or what to expect, and you know, some people were getting concerned that there was so many people talking to me, but. I was taking it all in. Statman, you're wondering the same thing that I'm wondering is why in the hell is she, are you so enamored with Tony and Antron? You're a three time bike champion <laughs> with a, a, a woman in a sport that's dominated by men. I would imagine that Tony, that's why Tony was an a hole to you 40 years ago. <laughs> he says, This woman goes 200 miles an hour on a bike. She could whoop my ass in a split second. Uh -huh. We know Tony well enough that he was intimidated by you. I've always, my mom raised me. She beat it in my head to believe. And I've said this many times throughout my career that um, no one is better than me and I am better than nobody. We're all the same. We all stand up, sit down, sleep. We, you know, we do everything. We, we got to get through life the same and everybody's got their own problems and everybody's got their own issues and everybody's got their own thoughts about themselves you know some people might be 10 times more beautiful than me but i guarantee you she's probably got some kind of self-esteem issue so i mean you just never know what someone's going through um it doesn't matter what you look like what color you are how big you are how small you are we all have to get through this life one day at a time and it's rough and so i've always kept that in mind throughout my whole career and i, I never i still to this day am fascinated by the people that stand in line to get my autograph. It just, it's crazy to me. Angel Sampe, three-time pro stock bike champion, now going top alcohol, drag racing, ready to kick Tony Stewart's ass. Thanks for doing this, <laughs> Angel. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good day. Freak Nation, coming up, Jake Gagne, three-time superbike champion, and your stat man, Scat. Motorsports Radio, redefined. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive.
whatever you do, General Tire delivers. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Adrenaline pumping three second thrill ride. The MHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Force, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Antron Brown barely down for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075-800-273-7075-800-273-7075. That's Listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil and LucasOil.com, a great website to check out where you can get plenty of products to keep that ride in your garage. Out on the street, go to lucasoil.com. A little sluggish. Uh, the shine not there on that uh, 67 Mustang. I keep going back to those Mustangs. Beautiful cars. Go to lucasoil.com. Jake Gagne, three-time Superbike champion, coming up in moments. Also, your stat man, Scat. Bubba Wallace, still some haters out there. There are. But first, how about Jake Gagne here in the Freak Nation? 
Freak Nation, we've been chasing this guy for a little bit. Finally got him in here. Now, now we got him in here as a three-time Superbike champion, Jake Gagne, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Happy birthday, by the way, Jake. And 30 years old today. And I bring that up, one, for all intents and purposes, say happy birthday. Two, <laughs> for Superbike riders, age doesn't really seem to affect them as much as Supercross and motocross rider. Is it? Is it because of the obvious beating that the dirt with supercross and motocross puts on the body of a rider you know i i think so for sure um yeah i think the body's a big part of it and if you can stay healthy uh you can keep on trucking you know and Hayes is a Hayes is a great example i mean that guy's in his his 40 40 45 46 something like that and he's still mm-hmm. uh he still kept it healthy and still you know really really killing it so i'd like to see uh, i'd like to hope i can Stay healthy and see how long we can keep keep it going. Three-time Superbike champion, Jake Gagne, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And, Jake, you look at the list of Americans who have won the Superbike uh, championship. I think there's, uh, there, there's a short list of riders that have won it three times. I mean, you're in the, you're in the, the likes of Ben Spees, uh, Nikki Hayden, Josh Hayes, guys like that, guys that I'm sure you looked up to. Do you look at them now or do you still look at up to what those guys have done? Oh, no, I definitely still, uh, still look up to those guys. And it is even for me, um, a bit, a bit surreal to be in that kind of same category and have, um, yeah, have three, three sewer bike championships now and, and a lot of wins and, uh, looking back, you know, even in my early twenties or early part of my career, uh, to to know that I'd be here now would be pretty special. So it's like, yeah, like I said, kind of, kind of surreal and, and hard to believe at times. But um, yeah, we've we've done some good work with the team these last couple of years, and it's been a good run. Well, who were your idols growing up? Because your path was on the dirt. Your path was motocross. And then, do I have this right? Your dad actually signed you up for a road racing program, and the rest is history. So who were your motocross idols? And then let's talk about how you transitioned from dirt to asphalt. Yeah, definitely. Um, growing up, pretty much pretty only much. known in the motocross world, uh, you know, Jeremy McGrath at that time when I was young, uh, Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart, all those guys in motocross is uh, who I really looked up to. And, you know, in, I would think I was about 13 or 14. And like you said, my dad signed me up for that Red Bull Rookies Cup program that they ran here. And uh, at that time, I truly didn't know anything, anything about, about road racing. I was kind of a strictly a motocross kid. And that was my dream to go motocross and supercross racing one day. Um, yeah, my dad signed me up through a local, I was riding KTMs and had some KTM support at the time. And he heard about it at the local shop and maybe saw a flyer sign me up kind of without really saying much. And one day he kind of said, Hey, you got picked to do this road racing thing or try out. And, um, like I said, it was a completely new world. I didn't know anything about it. Uh, and so we kind of scrounged together, got some leathers and got a helmet and, and flew on out to Barber and gave it a shot. So it was kind of a, a, a really quick transition, but amazing opportunity that, that Red Bull uh, put on at the time to bring some kids in from other, for, you know, a lot of motocross, road, uh, flat track kids. And um, it's cool. Even today you see in Moto America, a lot of, a lot of the guys now were guys that were racing in that series in 2008. So, Wow. Okay. So the guy that you just saw on Mav TV last weekend, win his third championship, third consecutive, I might say as well in the Moto America series, 
you were scrounging together to find raggedy leathers to get this thing going. Do you still have those whatever mish, pish posh leathers? I th- I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, I know I got the helmet too that I wore that first time sitting in a sitting in a garage somewhere. Um, but yeah, it, it it is crazy to me to see kind of how that my life took a a pretty quick turn. You know, uh, we figured we'd give the road racing thing a shot for a year, and um, if nothing worked out, we'd go back to ride motocross. And obviously, that that year we made some progress. We started off in the beginning for sure one of the slowest kids out there. Um, but made a lot of progress. And then from there had the opportunity to go to two years in the, in the European Red Bull rookies cup and kind of just from there, like I said, had really, really great opportunities and people supporting and, um, kind of just hopped on that train and and went road racing. So I'm really glad that I was able Mm -hmm. to have those opportunities and make that switch and and be where I am today. Jake Gagne, three time, three straight times. He's won the Moto America Superbike Championship. Mentioned Ben Spees. We were close with Ben Spees for a couple of minutes. In fact, he came running out of the garage once at uh, Auto Club Speedway and uh, was bragging about dunking a basketball. He loved playing basketball. Is there anything else in your life that uh, would match the passion that you have for racing superbikes? Not, you know, not so much. I started racing dirt bikes at five or six, you know, and even at that time, I think like most kids, you know, I play a little soccer, uh, little, little T-ball maybe and stuff like that. But once I started on motorcycles, I was kind of my, um, my main thing. And obviously growing up motor motorcycles and riding a lot of bicycles, BMX bikes and mountain bikes and stuff like that. I think I was always geared more towards the wheels. Wow. Kenny's a soccer guy. You, you play goal, you play midfield. How do you handle the soccer ball? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was very well. And I think at, at five years old, I think everybody, all the kids just kind of run around chasing the ball. And I don't know if there was a whole lot of structure to it, but <laughs> it was still a lot of fun. Well, they can say the same thing about Superbike now. A lot of guys running around chasing you. Uh, that was one of the questions I wanted to ask. In fact, Seems like every race you start off first couple of laps, uh, everybody's in a pack and you're kind of leading the pack. And then all of a sudden you shrug and take off and they have to chase you for the rest of the 15, 16, 17 laps. <laughs> uh, is that kind of a plan to find out who's fast and who's not that day? Uh, I think it's for me, it's ideal. You know, obviously getting a good qualifying position is always nice and getting a start. Um, and I've always been, especially these last couple of years, you know, I know kind of the pace that I'd like to run. So we just kind of get out there and, and try to try to thin the herd. And, uh, and you know how racing goes too. I mean, it's, it's a lot cleaner air getting out front and it's a little bit easier to avoid any drama that might happen. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's good battling with the guys and it's good to see, uh, especially this year. Um, it's been changing, you know, and all the other teams and riders have really stepped it up and had a lot of speed. And, um, so it's been nice being able to battle with some guys and go head to toe. And, uh, but yeah, it's always changing. It's always nice to get a start and have clean air, but we got to be ready for, for anyone. So one quick final and I'll be out of the way. Are you racing yourself or are you racing the other guys in the pack? I guess it depends, you know, it depends on the day racing myself and racing the track, but you always got to be ready for, um, for somebody to make a pass and, and stick it in there. And, uh, like I said, this year that's, that's happened plenty of times. So it's been a nice, um, it's been enjoyable 
doing some battling with some of those guys and um, having kind of a different a different flair to the race. And uh, you know, yeah, like we said, we've had some some exciting close racing this year, and that's something that um, has been enjoyable for me, and I think hopefully uh, enjoyable for the fans who want to see a good show and a good battle at the front. Jake, have you had a chance to see that accident between Bobier and Yates? I did. I just I saw the replay. Um, yeah, can you, explain, such a, can you explain to the naked eye? I mean, if you look at it fast, it doesn't look like Yates checked up. But if you study it, he does check up. Uh, can you give me some behind the scenes of what really happened there when Bobier ran up on Yates? I didn't. I didn't talk to Yates, or I'm not sure what happened with the bike. But it, it was pretty clear that he didn't. I mean, something I think happened with the bike and it shut off because he or something because he put his hand up. So it wasn't in an anything intentional by him uh, and just kind of a wrong place, wrong time for Bobier. And um, it was a real bummer to see, to see that happen to Cameron. You know, I wanted, he's kind of been my main competitor, I'd say, you know, uh, and it was kind of, yeah, really bummer to, to see that happen uh, for him. And, but yeah, I, I don't know what happened to the bike or what happened with Yates, but it for sure, just something I think happened and bike shut off or mechanical or something and just, yeah, wrong place, wrong time. Is your body 30 years old or does it feel about 60 sometimes you wake up in the morning? No, I'm, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I think, mm-hmm. I, I think I feel better than ever. Um, maybe it's hard to say, but maybe as the years go by, I don't quite recover from injuries pretty quick, but I still feel really good. I've been fortunate to have, um, nothing major knock on wood. And, um, yeah, my body feels still really good. My mind feels good. And, uh, yeah, I'm fortunate, like I said, to, to still be feeling at the top of my game and I'm still, I think, improving and getting better uh, every year. Austin and Jersey, last two races. You can catch them on Mav TV, Freak Nation. Jake, thanks for taking time out, man. Enjoy your 30th birthday, all right, buddy? All right, yeah, thanks for having me on and I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk to you guys soon. And uh, Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Tire delivers. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for an adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The MHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Force, Ron Caps, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Antron Brown barreling out for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? 
not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-273-7075-800-273-7075-800-273-7075. That's Listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. When Daryl Wallace got into the NASCAR playoffs Saturday night. It was an important moment in his life and career and in the life of business of a global motorsport. He gets to play further in NASCAR's chase for the championship this year. He stared down millions on and off the racetrack to grow his career to where those millions don't want it to go. Uh, But even in the moments directly after the race at Daytona, The keyboard warriors and social media started vomiting water on the accomplishment. Even former champions won't be able to share the experience this year, as if those warriors are in charge of deciding who can succeed or be happy or how they should feel or display that happiness. Now, obviously, each one can think whatever they could post, whatever but they should look in the mirror when they think they can be the arbiter of happiness, that they have the supreme idea of how everyone should deserve or act uh, when they're happy. 
or how long their happiness can last or who's allowed to play or succeed at the game. At a time when people want to legalize who can compete or succeed, they're worried about Daryl Wallace getting into the NASCAR playoffs. Well done, Daryl, Booty, Michael, and Denny, and everyone else at 2311. It's good to see you standing above and ignoring the little people in NASCAR's tedious social world. Peace. water mm-hmm. over the accomplishments. First time I've heard that. Statman Scat brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the right tire for your ride. As I said earlier, before you know it, we're going to have some wet days, some cold days, some snow days. Make sure you're roll- rolling on some new treads from our good friends at General Tire. Suave, you got an update on the poll that you put out earlier in the show, which got their homes. Yeah, this is a big change from an hour, 45 minutes ago when we talked about this the first time asking, are you over slash sick of the pack racing at Daytona, Talladega and Atlanta earlier in the show? If you guys remember, it was about 65% no 35% yes. We basically have a dead heat now 52 and a half percent. No 47 and a half percent. Yes. You can vote at speech on Twitter. We have half percentages. <laughs> and there's a substantial number of votes on there, which certainly is not indicative of what was taking place when you first put, put it out there. I, I wonder if it's just giving people time to really think about it, or are they going back and really looking at what happened? Excuse me. With Ryan Priest? I don't know. But... Holy smokes, man. It's, uh, it's surprising to, I think, all of us mm-hmm. when it comes to the results of, uh, of that poll and the safety that is or isn't Daytona. But you, you, you hearken back to the conversation about how safe these cars are now. I mean, when, when was the last time we saw a roll like that? I know Statman brought up the Michael McDowell Texas Motor Speedway, but I know there's been one since then. But a barrel roll like that, what they say, 10 times? Mm-hmm. For Ryan Priest, that's a really good question. Yeah, was Michael McDowell at TMS the last one? I don't know. I can't. It's, I'm digging a rabbit hole that I can't get myself out I don't of. Know, that, my, man, McDowell said I saw something earlier. McDowell said his car rolled 13 times. So yeah, and it was on pavement. It wasn't on grass. So the yeah. grass wasn't the big issue. Swabby, I need a millennials take on this, buddy. Yeah, I don't. First of all, I don't know. I mean, there's been some bad wrecks. I can't recall off the top of my head the last time somebody like Burrow rolled like that, obviously. Um, but as far as why people are saying this, I think people are just kind of. It's been the same at Daytona for as long. I started watching NASCAR about mm, about 15 plus years ago or so. And it's been the same every year. And we have the same conversation every year. A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. I think now people are just kind of over it at this point. The racing isn't all that great. Basically, it's it's a roll of the dice every time you show up to one of those three tracks. They tell in Talladega and Atlanta now, and it just the racing just need, they need to fight, figure something out to change the game there. So it's not just a wreck fest. I was watching the Xfinity race 
on Friday night too. And it was the same way. And these, these drivers were insane. The moves they were making with halfway through the race, going three wide for the lead at the end of stage two was ridiculous. Something's got to change. I think people are just sick of it. They just want better racing. They don't want to watch a pack of two cars, two wide cars go around for 160 laps anymore. And then, Outside of, I will say, I think the people who watch it will watch it just for the crashes still exist. That's still a thing. Hmm. And you just look at the social media numbers from the Ryan Priest wreck. Kenny, you were telling me before the show that you were getting a TMZ notification after that wreck last night. You don't get that at any at any other time in NASCAR unless you're Ross Chastain wall riding. Right. All right. Ryan Day on Twitter answering a question you put out there, Rich. You said, what can be done to make sure more accidents like Ryan Priest's Daytona flip never happens again? Brian Day said, absolutely nothing. As long as you're racing at those speeds, paving might help, but physics are physics. Cars get upside down at short tracks at times, although not as often at super speedways, obviously. I'm a big advocate for safety, but with certain situations, we just have to accept that racing is inherently dangerous. That's why for a long time, these drivers have been idolized because they're brave enough to race like they did last night. He's not wrong. Mm-mm. Everyone Mm-mm. accepts the dangers when they get in the cockpit, walk down pit lane. So, yeah, he's not wrong. It is dangerous, but I'm not sure that we have to accept the accidents. I said before, and I'll, I'll keep saying this, that a lot of it is because the drivers are taking risks that they shouldn't take because the cars are relatively safe and they and the tracks they've added safer barriers and so forth so they they take risks that they wouldn't take before because those risks might lead to serious injury and uh that's that i'm not saying it's out of the question now but it's less of a a, a chance because the cars are so safe all right you saying that made a thought just pop into my head Both races this weekend at Daytona, Xfinity and Cup, had crashes at the end of the second stage. So, you know how we've kind of taken away the yellow, the the end of the stage yellows on road courses. Should we do that on super speedways like the three tracks that you talked about, Daytona, Talladega, Atlanta? If we take that away, then people won't be racing as hard as they are potentially for those stage points. Well, there's still, if it's, you say take away the stages? No, not taking away the stages, but taking away, like on road courses, you just race through it. There's no yellow to separate the stage like there are in other ovals. But but they're still racing for the stage points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're given an award, a a prize, these guys are prize oriented and they're going to race for that prize. So I'm not sure what the answer is other than we just – we listen, uh, Statman, you have crashed your YouTube degree. I have. Uh, even Richie – well, I don't know if he drove, but he sat in the passenger seat at one of the NASCAR experiences. When you put a helmet on and you're buckled into where not a thing in your body outside of your arms can move in a race car, there is a certain bit of security that you do feel. When you put your helmet on, it just – it closes the – ambient noise that you have going on out you hear yourself breathe you can hear yourself think i can only imagine these guys after race after race after race of buckling themselves in that race car in those helmets how safe they feel until that ryan priest accident happens 
Uh, I think we got pop for playing so much damn video from NBC. My apologies, but we credit NBC when we can. But my, I, I can't play those videos again. But there's that hit that he had on the door of Kyle Larson. And then there's that mm-hmm. 10 barrel roll flipping extravaganza that he had Saturday night that <laughs> you wouldn't fault the guy saying, you know what? I'm taking me a break. I'm out of the playoffs. I'm going to take me a break. Yeah, I'm curious what kind of conversations he's having with Tony Stewart about those accidents and how he feels, Crasher. Yeah, and it those conversations may not be possible until he can get cleared by doctors to actually be able to race again. Yeah. Sure, he was released from the hospital. He hasn't been cleared to race again just yet. Free Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Or more importantly, thank you, Worldwide Technology, for housing the freaks for a couple of days. Uh, it's been an extravaganza. Thank you, guys. Uh, Labor Day weekend coming up. The signature that summer is done. <laughs> All right. Let's do it again. Shoot the juice to the moose and uh, stat man. Cut it loose. Beep. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for the adrenaline pumping three second thrill ride? The MHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Force, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Antron Brown battling out for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. General Tire delivers. This segment of Speed Freaks is brought to you by Better Help. Now, you hear us talk about constant travel, time commitments, and a slew of other life schedules. Throw in some unexpected curveballs that life throws our way. It's easy to get lost and in need of some guidance to get back on track. And that's where BetterHelp.com comes in. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Freaks and get 10% off your first month. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, relationships, grief, and more. With BetterHelp.com's therapist, you get the same quality you'd expect from an in-office therapist, but you can communicate with them when and how you want, anytime from anywhere. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash freaks for 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash freaks. The weekend racing is over, or is it? 
Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-883-3024. 800-883-3024. That's 800-883-3024. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 